Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back. Today, we're looking at page 111 in the Gregory Hayes translation of Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, and this is number 50. And I'm going to make some alterations here because I eat blueberries. So he tells himself here, number 50, is the blueberry bitter? Then throw it out. Are there uh, bushes with thorns in your way, on your path, walking somewhere? Then go around them. That's all you need to know. Nothing more. Don't demand to know, quote, why such things exist. Anyone who understands the world will laugh at you, just as a carpenter would if you seemed shocked at finding sawdust in his workshop or a shoemaker at scraps of leather left over from work. So I'm going to stop this one here because I love this first section, right? So to me, this is a huge or potentially a hugely influential set of ideas for leading a happier life. I personally like this so much because it really resonates with me. I have a tendency to overanalyze things and to try to explain things and understand them. Right? I think Albert Camus also as an absurdist has kind of helped me with that. It's like sometimes shit is just absurd. Sometimes things maybe, and this is obviously an oversimplification of that philosophy. I'm not saying that's the only thing it's saying, but for me, it's sometimes things are just chaos. Sometimes things don't make sense. And the only piece we can make maybe is what Marcus is saying here, which is move on. Right. And I, I switched the beginning of this to blueberries because I, um, you know, I eat blueberries regularly. And one thing you know about blueberries, if you eat them is sometimes you get a sweet blueberry. Sometimes you get like five nice sweet blueberries in a row, then you're going to get a bitter one eventually. Right. So you don't just stand in your kitchen, like yelling at the blueberries or yelling at your fridge or worse, like yelling at a higher power. Right. You just kind of keep it moving. You, you go to the next blueberry. Right. But in life, we have difficulty applying that. And I think, again, as I try to sympathize with Marcus, I feel like he probably wrote this right after somebody was rude to him or something went wrong. Right. Just go around them. Keep going on your on your path. Right. But the idea of a like a thorny bush. Right. If you're walking the street or even better, maybe there's a hole in the ground. Right. You don't stare at the hole for 20 minutes. You walk around it to get to your destination. Right. So how can we apply that philosophy to life, I think, is what he's asking himself here. And I think that's a really great question. How can we spend less time focusing on the negative things that just don't make sense or the things that are just bitter? Right. We don't need to. Again, we, we taste it to even characterize it as bitter. We are, we're noticing something, but we don't want to live there. Right? So I think this is great advice for people who might be overly pessimistic, right? Because it's normal to have some pessimism in life. Some things in life are terrible or horrible. Some things in life are just kind of bad. Some things in life are annoying, right? We, one, have to learn how to make those distinctions so we don't treat things that are just kind of annoying as if they're catastrophes. That's a problem. Right. And especially with things from that annoying to just kind of difficult range, we have to learn maybe from Marcus here as he's trying to learn from himself to just throw the blue, like throw the blueberry away. Just walk around the hole in the ground, walk around the thorny bush instead of sitting there and characterizing it and trying to explain it. I was recently talking to a friend of mine trying to understand one of their coworkers. And I'm like, this is a waste of time. I'm like, we're never going to know. Like, let's just drop it. Let's change the topic to something happier, to something more productive. Right. If you find yourself commiserating with people. And I love, I, I don't love the word for its meaning, but I love the word for like its etymology, right? Well, not etymology, whatever. When you look at the word, you see co to mean with, and misery is like right in the middle of that word, right? So to commiserate, it's like you hang out with people and everyone's just negative. And that negativity like always fuels itself, right? Misery needs company. And Marcus, I think here is like, no, it doesn't. I can walk around this thing. I can throw this blueberry away. 
And then I, I love the second part where he's pretty much talking about the universe. It's like, oh, some of the things in the universe, and this is not something I think the Stoics would necessarily agree with. So I'm not sure if this is what he meant, but this is one of my interpretations, right? Especially from that more Albert Camus absurdist view. Some of this stuff is just absurd. We shouldn't look for a reason behind it. Because in looking, right, we're not going to find it. And then you could make a reason and move on. And that might be the happier, more effective way to do it versus, again, cursing a higher power, cursing the people around you, cursing yourself, just learning to move on from things, I think is what Marcus is trying to encourage in himself here. Right. So what are the things I think that, you know, that stop you in a sense, right? What are the blueberries you yell at? Maybe that there are things in your life that you frequently try to explain away, right? So for me, when people are like rude to other people, that really baffles me. And I'll get into a conversation like, well, maybe when they were a kid or I'm like, okay, this is some people are just rude. Let's move on. And as long as we're not rude, and this is a very stoic idea, right? Leave the sin where it arose. So as long as you're not rude, right? And of course, there are times, you know, when we have to respond to rudeness to correct it, right? If rudeness starts getting into something that's, let's say, more offensive than rudeness, like simple rudeness, then of course, it, it might warrant a conversation or even, you know, a little bit of a conflict, right? Of course, right? But ultimately, I'm once again here talking about smaller examples just for this, for the sake of this conversation, right? As long as you're not rude, right? You can maybe even calmly correct a rude person and you maintain your virtue, right? So how do we learn to not imitate negativity and not only that, but leave it where it arose, like, which is to say someone else's rudeness again, unless it's an egregious example or a horrible example, really shouldn't ruin your day, really shouldn't ruin your morning. And I think that's, again, what Marcus is trying to convey to himself here. Just move past it, man. It's a part of being a person. It's a part of being on the earth. It's a part of being around other people. We're all imperfect, right? So we're going to have these moments. So what's the best way to handle it? Again, sometimes, like I said a moment ago, it might require some you teach somebody calmly. It might require you teach somebody not so calmly. And that might be, those might be the righteous, just things to do, of course. But I think for our own spiritual well-being, we have to learn how to calmly throw the blueberry away. So I like this quote a lot. Hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.